0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire that it goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host. Covering everything sport, international and local, just had to take a breath there. You know when you, you come on air and you're just about to cough and you know you're not supposed to cough? That's exactly what just happened to me. And, uh, and we are enjoying your company on the Halftime Show. And what's coming up on today's show? Okay, characters in sport, do we have them anymore? It's always something I talk about. Let's say... When it comes to tennis, UFC, football, we have all sorts of characters, and shout out to all our characters on the Instagram Live who are tuned in right now. Saad, Yoga, and Goran as well, who are tuning in on the Instagram Live at Omar Dury or Pulse95 Radio. We're talking about characters in sport, and if we have them anymore now, it's kind of very much media-trained, social media-trained, and, you know, saying the right thing at the right time. But we kind of like a little bit of rough around the edges, and one of those people is Kirigos, who is a tennis player who recently faced Nadal in the fourth round of the Australian Open. I kind of like the fact that um, he's got no filter, and I mean that in the nicest way. Um, Fans want him to either be successful or they want to see him lose because of the way he is and that gets more people tuned in. It's the same thing with Conor McGregor in the UFC, and it's the same thing with people like Zlatan Ibrahimovic in football. Um, You kind of like to see people just, you know, have no filter, so to speak. And that's one of the things we're talking about today. On the other things as well, we've got 1,500 students attend AUS Sharaka Sports Festival. Now, a lot of stuff is happening in Sharjah, and I'm very proud to be talking a little bit more about that later on. How much does environment affect our performance? That is the question of the day text us on 4215 ittisalat or do or slide into our dms at omal duri or pulse 95 radio how much does environment affect our performance and do we set our own conditions subconsciously now people sometimes isolate themselves to stay focused and some people like to have a routine where everything is planned way in advance. So that's another thing we're looking at. And of course, we're taking all your questions and answers for the day on sports, health and fitness on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the fire What's What a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omal Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, and local. Now, one of the questions I asked at the top of the hour was, "Do we still have characters in sport?" And I say that because I was having this conversation with a few friends the other day at football, and we were talking about tennis specifically, and we were actually saying how there's certain people you can kind of you can kind of judge, even though you don't really judge people, you kind of judge by the way they play or they perform, what type of person they are. And I and I had this stigma growing up as a kid where I was like I don't really want to meet this person just in case they ruin the memories that I have of watching them on TV. So one of the characters I was uh, we were talking about was Djokovic. And right now, for those that know, the Australian Open is happening, um, and we reach the semifinals where Novak Djokovic, seated number two, will be facing uh, you know Roger Federer. Um, and that is on January 30th, which is tomorrow. And in the other, in the last quarterfinal, Nadal and T.M. are are playing at the moment now, and TM's winning 5-1. The winner will play Zverev uh, in the semifinals. Now, with Djokovic, there's always been this thing that you don't know if you like him or not. Now he is obviously one of the best, if not you know, the best out there at the moment although he's see number two that kind of fluctuates between him and nadal and federer is not that far away anyway but how come when we watch roger federer play tennis he seems to be very elegant in the way he conducts himself in the way that he plays and um yet djokovic has got this i don't know if it's just me but he's got this kind of persona where you have to really get to know what he's like as a person to like his tennis even though he's one of the best if not the best out there you kind of catch where I'm going with this so now my question to you is when you do watch an athlete one of our favorite athletes could be any sport basketball football uh, tennis cricket you know uh, baseball American football when you do watch these players do you think that you judge them by the way they perform is it the characteristics is it the attributes that stand out that makes us say you know what this guy looks like a serious player or he looks like someone I'd want on my team now we have this with the different personalities and characters in the game. There's certain people that have tunnel vision when it comes down to you know um, when it comes down to their own goal setting. Some people like to isolate themselves from you know having anyone around them so they can focus on their goal, whether it's a fight, whether it's a match, whether it's a, a game, something that they need to focus on. Some people like to surround themselves with people so they can actually uh, you know take their mind off it. But I don't know how we as fans and i'm talking as a fan now not as a coach we as fans end up building this this idea this perception of what this person is like so for example if i said to you uh lionel messi is a very obvious example if i say lionel messi what kind of guy do you think he is you'll be surprised with how many mixed uh, reviews we have we had leone fc on the other the other day uh, a football a women's football team coming out of sharjah and one of the players samira is a barcelona fan who's very die-hard Barcelona, by the way. And she was talking about Messi in such a protective way. But then the footballer next to her, Nadine, um, isn't so much MSN, said that you know he, he isn't really a leader. But it's funny how we have this perception of um, athletes by just watching them on the screen. We've never spoken to them. We've never interacted with them. And that's one of the things that I kind of always think about. Do you, Do we subconsciously build up this idea of who the person is just by the way they perform if they're an aggressive footballer um, do we think that that's the way they are off the field because most of the time it isn't most of the time the aggressive players or people that are in aggressive sports are actually quite chilled off uh in their comfort zone you know what i mean which again it all comes down to the characteristics that we have um And and vice versa. So, what do you guys think? Text us on four two one five ittaslat ordu. If you could think of one character in any sport that you would want to be friends with or felt like you knew them, who would that be? I'm very interested to see um, with with what your answers will be. You know, Liverpool at the moment are flying high. You've got three. You couldn't get more three different characters playing for them up front in Mane, Salah, and Firmino which one would you want to be your friend i'm not just that's just that's just liverpool and football but if we talked about basketball and you know lebron james for example um zion williamson who's just come onto the scene as well now uh all these guys you kind of build a, a persona of them and that's what's really really interesting i'm interested to see what you guys have to say are there any more characters in the game and sometimes do we always hang out with people that are the opposite to us just to kind of balance out our personalities a lot of stuff to do with sports that relates to life on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 oh he loves What's fire that... what goal? this is the halftime show with omar Alduri on pulse 95 nice street. Salaam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host coming everything sport, international, local. Plenty to talk about today. We've got um, characters in sport. If you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our shows, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, music and commercial free. Just head over down to Apple uh, Podcasts or SoundCloud and type in the Halftime Show with Omar al and we are there. Plenty of wicked topics, great guests as well. Um, And a lot of things happening in the community actually with Sharjah and uh, one of those things that's happening is on Monday we had um, 1,500 students from 34 schools all around the United Arab Emirates participate in the Sharaka Sports Festival 2020 and that was held at AUS. Um, the festival saw students from uh, AUSA's Sharaka partner schools in Sharjah, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Al Khaimah and Al Ain compete in a number of sporting events including football, that's right football, uh, volleyball, basketball and table tennis and um, it's nice to see with these things happening you know um, especially like it does encourage a lot of development um, and a lot of growth in character when it comes to sports. And those congratulations to everyone who participated, of course. In table tennis, first place was the boys from International School of Creative Science in Sharjah. In volleyball, first place was Philadelphia Private School, Dubai. And um, from the girls, we had Mwakif School, Al-Barsha. and basketball, we had Philadelphia Private School as well, who finished first. And the girls, International School of Creative Science, Sharjah, big up to that. And first place uh, in football, that's right, football. Uh, the boys, Al Shola Private School Sharjah, big up to you guys. And from the girls, Al Muwakib, School in Garhood. So, again, this is what we want to see. We want to see, you know, a lot of um, people just getting active and encouraging the kids to go out there and play. I say kids because I've been teaching for a while. <laughs> to, for the students and the athletes to go out there and play and do their thing. And that's great to see, you know, and shout out to those. Speaking about athletes, shout out to Mus'ab, IFA mentor, and uh, Dodi, all the way from the UK, who are tuning in on the Instagram live at Omar Al and at uh, Pulse95 Radio. With, I don't know how it was when you guys were growing up, but did you guys have a lot of sports and a lot of things happening in? Uh, your own school or in your own university you know um, depending on obviously where you grew up some people encouraged it more than others and I kind of like to see the different approaches um, how people focus on rewarding the student and how people focus on congratulating the student not necessarily just for winning but taking part at progressing and developing and you know having directed my own academy at one one stage in my life um, we used to always give the most improved player. A little bit more uh, when it came down to introductions. When it came down to you know incentivizing the other students who may not be as technically gifted but able to actually participate and give their best. And you always you always kind of watch and see what their reaction is. And it's funny to see. How many people wanted to get most improved instead of best player? And that's in different age groups. We had under nines, we had under twelves, under sixteens. And you get really interesting reactions. Of course, the older ones always wanted to be the best. But the younger ones wanted to get most improved because the way we coached and taught the students was that it was a big deal to, to improve on what you did last year. Whether it was running, whether it was technical ability, whether it was coordination or balance. So many things I think it's down to the teachers and the coaches to be able to actually um let's say set set that bar so people can actually reach it but also set that bar so people can go even higher and i like i like i like seeing things like what shaja are doing at the moment with aus and and a lot of the schools and education system you know promoting that that's that's huge for me love that um but what do you guys think text us on 4215 at the slot or do and let me know when you were growing up what were you like in school? Were you one of the competitive ones? Did you take part because it was social? Was it to be cool? Was it to impress certain people? Um, I went to an all-boys school in London, Kingfied Academy. Shout out to Kingfied Academy. So with that, it was very, very different. However, um, it was, again, we sport was a part of our life. And uh, it's interesting to see what you guys have to say. Having grown up in the UAE, if you grew up in Sharjah, especially, let me know how things have evolved over the last... Five to ten years. More coming up next, guys. How does environment affect our performance, and do we set our conditions subconsciously? On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse ninety-five. You're listening to Pulse ninety-five. Oh, he loves the fire and that... what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adore on Pulse ninety-five. Nice strike! Salaam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Uh, what a show we've had already so far. We've been talking about characters in sport and whether you think you know an athlete by the way they perform. That was the question of the day. And uh, for me, one of the things I often hear, especially with athletes or even just people in general that are going through certain things at certain times, is about their environment. And that means... They always say, you know, I need to get out of this uh, this thing I'm in or I need to get out of the situation I'm in or whatever. And I always relate sports to lifestyle. So one of the things I'm going to talk about is how much does environment affect our performance? Now, when we say performance, it doesn't just have to be competing in sport. It could be also um, when you set yourself a goal at work or, or whatever it is. My point is is do we set our own conditions like subconsciously? Do we lean a certain way depending on how the day is going, depending on how certain things happen? If you see UFC fighters, they tend to isolate themselves from everyone else. They want to be in the zone. They want to be kind of focused. They need to stick to the game plan. But even the greatest have a routine, and that could be to either be around people, to surround yourself, or even maybe to, to just be alone and to be okay with being alone. And that's something that, you know, can we relate that to our own lifestyle? And how do we manage this? Now, for those that know, I recently wrote a book called Reset. And one of the chapters in Reset was resetting your environment. Now, there's a lot of things that we end up doing that we don't realize until afterwards. It's a sequence of events that happens. And I'm thinking about how do you rectify it? So let's say you leave the house and things are messy and you come back and things are still messy and you've had a long day of work. Could we have prevented that? Yes, we could have. Why? Because then you could have left something the way you would like to pick it up later. And I say that because you know, how good does it feel to come home to like a nice furnished place, chilled and you just think, yeah, you know, I can chill now. If it's messy, you still have to clean it up or just chill in the mess, which is not really ideal when it comes down to it. And that's just one of the things. Now, when it comes to sport, it's more about holding yourself accountable in the moment. So taking responsibility instead of blaming your teammate or blaming someone else for doing that. Setting yourself priorities is is another key factor because when you set yourself priorities, you've got to be able to see what's important to you to achieve your goal you see where i'm going with this now so it comes down to sport so if it's if it's a game let's say if i'm playing football and i'm a defender my job is not to concede any goals and to stop the attackers from scoring if i'm uh if i'm in a, in a ufc fight and i know the skill set of the person in front of me is uh is wrestling then i need to keep it standing so there's so many different things But also within ourselves, it's very important to learn to let go and not dwell because the more you dwell on something, the more you take time and use energy on it. And that's key when it comes down to, you know, resetting your environment, because at that point you've cleared it. So now you're able to move on and your environment isn't as, you know, packed or you don't feel claustrophobic. You know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm going with that. And then at the same time, one of the other things I've mentioned in the same chapter is give what you're doing the attention it requires. Don't think of the next step when you haven't even finished your step. It's as simple as it sounds, but trust me, guys, when you put all these together, you really get to see exactly what these small nuggets do to help you. Breathe. I know people say it all the time, but how many times do we get caught up in something and we forget to breathe? And then that shortens our breath, which then shortens our breath motion and that makes us gas out quickly so learn to breathe um learn to take a time out assess the situation understand the situation quite well and learn to take a time out to kind of whether it's through meditating prayer or just just taking a time out to be alone learn to take a time out before you respond because that makes a big difference do some coloring or painting how many times do you relate coloring with psychology and how colors actually do very well for your brain and how it functions Empty out the fridge. (laughs) Don't leave leftover stuff in the fridge, which probably will make you not want to eat that later on. Um, Do some volunteer work is another one which always, always helps me personally. And I'm sure it helps a lot of people out there. When you do some volunteer work, it's all of a sudden taking away um, just not being selfish and being selfless. And I think the more we do that, the better we feel. Spend time with children, family, or even pets. Visit a place you were at some time ago and reflect on how far you've come. That's another thing that I would say is very important in resetting your environment. Now all these things I've mentioned relate to sport relate to lifestyle and relate to your personal goal. If you think you can there's one thing you can master any of those, text us on 4215 ittasalat or do or slide into our DMs at Omalduri and Tell me which one of those you think you could do better and how will it affect performance? Very, very key in, in what we're looking at. Um, I'm very happy to be here with you guys today And super, super excited Coming up straight after this is, uh, is the Adan um, And then we will have much more on Pulse95 This is Pulse95 This is the Halftime Show with Omar Madhuri on, on Pulse95, on Pulse95. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al Welcome back, guys, and thank you for tuning in today on the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Great stuff happening here in the studio, behind the scenes, and on your radio, wherever you're listening around the world. If it's pulse95radio.com, if it's on the Instagram live at Omar al or if it's on the Sharjah Broadcasting Authority app, thank you for tuning in. Now, a a lot of things we've been talking about recently is competition and, you know, getting getting uh, results. And, and one of the things yesterday, I was watching last night, I'm not sure if anyone watches, but Dodi brought this to mind uh, on my Instagram. Uh, Aston Villa were facing Leicester City in the semi-final of the Carabao Cup or Carling Cup as we know it. And um, Aston Villa are the underdogs, obviously, and Leicester City have been revolutionized by Brendan Rodgers. And the winner will, fa- it will face either Manchester City or Manchester United, who play tonight. And uh, we watched... You know, a very, very close game. The first leg was 1-1 and the second leg was also 1-1. And in the last couple of minutes, uh, Egypt's Al-Mohammadi plays a long cross, a great ball to Egypt's Trezeguet. And he's who scores the winner. And scenes went crazy. You should have seen exactly what was happening. Some amazing things um, happening in, uh, in you know, at Aston Villa. And it was just, it was amazing to see the, the scenes, you know. Those scenes were just triumph and craziness. And we saw, like, um, we saw uh, the fans jump onto the pitch. We saw, you know, everyone had to get rushed off. Trezeguet was put up on his shoulders. It was it was insane. Watching that was insane. And I was so happy to see, um, you know, the underdog win. And that's another thing that, you know, you'd like to see every now and then. Not when they face... Manchester City or Manchester United because that will be a whole different task but the underdog in Aston Villa playing the way they played Jack Grealish has been incredible the emergence of Tyrone Mings who's had a like fabulous couple of seasons now and is at the top of his level now playing also for England as well as his country so plenty of things on that side that I was very proud of and I'm trying to get Tyrone Mings Uh, to give us uh, an interview on the Halftime Show just because I feel his story and how far he's come is inspirational to so many people out there who are trying to reach their goals and it's great to see Tyrone Mings doing big things for club and country and looking at that it all does come down to how we are as human beings and also resetting our environment It's, it's great to see Tyrone Mings doing big things. Now That's regarding that. In the tennis, currently, Nadal is losing by two sets. And we know that Federer is going to meet Djokovic in the semi-final, and on the other side, he's losing to Tiem by two sets now. Now, We always want to see the best players in the final, but sometimes that's that's how, you know, greatness starts. It starts by an upset, by shocking someone who's supposed to be, you know, incredible. And then all of a sudden, we see, you know, this star come out of nowhere. A similar story, I was watching a documentary on Hashem Khan, the all-time multiple champion in squash, who beat uh, the Egyptian Muhammad in a time where squash was a gentleman's sport and still is. And uh, he went and upset the odds by beating him, you know, by three sets clear. And these are, you know, all little... Signs of greatness when it when it starts, and so I'm I'm very very proud to say um, that when you see uh, people like Hashim Khan leave a legacy, this could be T.M. now in the Australian Open against Nadal. Maybe this is the start of his career. We've seen a lot of uh, you know superstars come out very young, but some people you know tend to peak quite late, and that's uh, that's exactly how I see things. And guys, it is that time. It's full time on the halftime show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on Pulse 95. On the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Stay blessed, guys. See you soon. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.